Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Sales Performance Improvement Radio. I'm your host, Terry Hansen. Great to be back with you once again. Uh, listen, today I wanted to share with you uh, kind of an interesting experience that I had uh, earlier this week dealing with Boy Scout not tying and relate that to how you and I as sales operations, sales management, sales uh, enablement leaders, how we can uh, use these lessons to make our sales revenue growth, our sales processes faster, easier, and better. Stick with me. For over 15 years, I ran a successful outsourced sales enablement and consulting firm before it was acquired by Rise Holdings in 2020. But while I was able to help hundreds of my own clients improve their sales productivity, marketing effectiveness, and grow their revenue, the sales growth game is always changing. Every year brings new challenges to growing sales as technology, competition, economic conditions, and customer buying behavior change. In these turbulent times, how do you improve sales and marketing and grow revenue when you're new to your leadership position or you don't have the right resources in place or you're just battling dysfunction inside your own company? That's the question and this podcast will give you the answers. These days, I'm on a new quest to discover what's working in today's dynamic sales and marketing environment and bringing those treasures and insights back to you. My name is Terry Hansen and this is Sales Performance Improvement Radio. So uh, I'll share a quick story with you. Um, you know, growing up as a kid, uh, my parents uh, got me involved in the Boy Scouts of America uh, organization. I had a wonderful time. We went on hundreds of adventures and, uh, and I was able to progress to the point where I got my Eagle Scout award. And that's always been a little bit of a badge of honor. And after I got married and we had kids ourselves, uh, uh, I've got three boys total. Uh, five kids total, three of which are boys, and my two oldest boys, who are now graduated and kind of long gone, uh, are also Eagle Scouts. I had an opportunity to serve as a scout master and uh, and work with them very closely to help them progress through all the different rank advancements to and get all their merit badges needed to uh, get their Eagle Scouts uh, Eagle Scout awards as as well. And so it's probably no shock or surprise that my youngest son, he's twelve right now, his name's Max. Uh, he's also enrolled in Boy Scouts. And so we're kind of working through the very beginning stages of the journey to uh, working up to the Eagle Scout Award. And as probably you know, some of the requirements that the Boy Scouts are required to do to advance through the different ranks is they have to learn how to tie uh, seven different knots, if you will. And if you can believe it, uh, learning how to tie various kinds of knots sometimes is pretty challenging for, for these young boys. Uh, it's maybe even sometimes not very fun, kind of boring. And so it uh, it can be a challenge ha- helping them master these kind of complex skills and knowing when to use certain kinds of knots, et cetera. Well, um, earlier this week, I was thinking about this kind of challenge of helping my son learn how to tie these various kinds of knots. And I did some research online and I ran into a pretty cool invention, pretty cool something that somebody created. It's called a knot tying station. And I was pretty enamored with the idea. And I actually took some time earlier this week to, to build one of my own kind of, uh, kind of of my own fashion. I'll show it to you. I'm terribly proud of it. So uh, it's, uh, let me turn it around here. So it kind of looks like this. So, um, so it, it uh, there's seven different knots. And as you can see, as you can see here, the first one that you learn how to tie is the, the square knot. Then you come over here to the sheep bend. Then you've got your four different hitches here, your clove hitch, your timber hitch, your top line hitch, and your two half hitch. And then you finish it all off over here with the bowline, bowline knot. So this is a knot tying station. Some of these you uh, need uh, like a bar or something to tie it onto so you can hitch it to others you don't. But anyway, using this, um, using this knot tying station with my son kind of changed the game. 
And uh, so uh, I'll tell you the quick story about it. So I, I, uh, I put this knot tying station down in front of him and I said, Hey, Max, um, let's do a little bit of a challenge, a little bit of a competition. And I opened up the scout book and kind of propped it right in front of the knot tying station so he could see the diagrams and the pictures of how to tie the different knots and that sort of thing. And I said, I'm going to time you and see if you can tie all seven of these knots following the diagram in 10 minutes. Ready? On your mark, get set, go. And that kind of sense of competition and challenge, he dove right in. He started turning the pages and following the diagrams and, and moving the, you know, one end of the rope here and pulling it there and, and uh, bing, bada, boom, he did it. He uh, absolutely uh, knocked it out of the park. He, um, he tied all seven knots within 10 minutes. And I said, great job. Now let's test you and see if you can do it in five minutes and half the time. Now that you know how to tie the knots, see if you can do it in just half the time on your marks, get set, go. And he hustled and he followed the diagrams, but did it this time much, much faster. And he was able to, to blast, blast through it. And I kind of had a laugh inside and I asked him later, I said, so how was that? Was that kind of fun? And he's like, yeah, that was a blast. And I thought to myself, um, I, what made the difference ultimately in such a challenging, difficult, kind of boring process originally now into this situation, what were the key differences? Number one is he had a tool. He had a resource, uh, the knot tying station that made it uh, that enabled him to do the, to do the thing much, much easier. You know, it's sitting there in front of him. He knows which one to do. There's a, there's a, like a pole to tie it onto. Uh, but he also had a, a sense of, he had a little bit better, uh, of, uh, motivation. Uh, he had a pinch of additional motivation because it was a timed challenge, a little bit of competition with himself. So there was a little bit, uh, again, more, more urgency and more motivation for him to do it. But there was also the training resource there, the book. He was able to follow the diagrams and follow the pictures, and it made the learning process much easier. And I started thinking about what, uh, you know, these elements, and it came to, and, and I was reminded of how powerful it is that, that you and I as sales operations, sales enablement, sales management leaders in our organizations, we have a primary job to help our salespeople do what they do just faster, easier, and better. Faster, easier, better. Those three words have kind of um, come to the forefront of my mind over the last several weeks as I've been working in this brand new company. I just hit my 60-day mark with them. And I've been looking through the lens of how can, what is it that I can do to help the salespeople all around the, all around the world uh, as they're selling our tech products and services, help them do what they do faster, uh, better, and easier, right? And and so in, in, uh, in the sales enablement and sales operations world, you and I should be thinking about uh, kind of a checklist of things to help help them do what they do just faster, better, easier. And I'll read through kind of a list of, uh, of some very common ones. And I want to invite you to think about which ones of these are you actively using now? Which ones should you, uh, maybe you're using them, but maybe not leveraging leveraging them to their full capacity. Which ones could maybe you spend a little bit more time working on uh, over the course of this next quarter so that you can really start seeing some some wonderful results uh, throughout the course of the year. So the first one, uh, think of sales contests. Another one is think about software that could be used to automate and speed up uh, various time-consuming and mundane uh, sales tasks that they have to do. Think about sales playbooks that 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 show your reps what exactly to do at what stage in the sales process. Right. Think about sales training. What part of the sales process do they struggle with and what sort of education and training and tactics can they receive? Think about different kinds of dashboards or reports that your CRM tool 
probably has the capability of showing, but that maybe you're not leveraging and utilizing to the full capacity there. Think about cheat sheets or templates or checklists, things that help them remember or, or, or support a specific process whether it's account management or prospecting or, or a deal qualification or closing, whatever the element there is, what, what are some of the things that they could just use help remembering to do using those things? What about sales coaching and mentoring, one-on-one mentoring? What about using sales scripts to help kind of choreograph the words that they might say at various stages over the phone or in person? What about, the, what about goal setting and goal tracking? All of those things are very important. Oftentimes we set goals, but we don't track them very good uh, along, the, along the journey to see, are we on track? Are we off track? What about uh, tool, software tools such as Zoom Info or LinkedIn Sales Navigator or even Dun & Bradstreet, these kinds of tools that help speed up um, the acquisition of contacts and, and the contact information and, uh, and, and, and tracking that down. Uh, but what about call tracking so that you can uh, rec- record calls, listen into them and verify whether or not things are going as they should, or if they're on off track and what kind of coaching or training might uh, uh, otherwise be needed. What about uh, presentation, sales presentation slide decks or various kinds of sales collateral that could be updated and, and leveraged and used? Uh, but last but not least, what about um, uh, SDR, sales development reps to help uh, help on the front end and even other, other kinds of support sales staff to, uh, to kind of divide and conquer a lot of the duties and responsibilities that the sales teams have? Well, at the end of the day, this list is just a partial list. There's a hundred hundred other things out there like that 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 will serve to help make the sales process faster, make it easier, and overall just make it better. And not only just help improve the process, but help the the uh, the sales reps, the AEs, the uh, account executives, um, help help make what they do just that much faster, easier, and better as well. So I invite you to kind of think about this list that I just ran through and ask yourself again, what, which of these are, are you currently using? Are any of them fully optimized and maximized? Are you getting the most out of them or are they kind of not being utilized or optimized in their full capacity? And if so, there's an opportunity to maybe double down on some of those and, and leverage those to a, a greater extent, right? If you're not using any of those, well, it could be that uh, that now is the time to pick up one or two of them and really focus on them during the course of this quarter. So that again, as I mentioned, you can you can realize the results and the fruits and the and the outcomes of of those good efforts. But you know, really, our job in sales management, in sales operations, and sales enablement, and go to market uh, deployment, all of those kinds of things is to make the work of the sales, growing sales revenue and the work of the sales teams faster, easier, and just better. So um, uh, I hope uh, some of this, uh, this uh, story about the, uh, my son tying knots in, in Boy Scouts, uh, along with the lessons that kind of came out of that, maybe inspires you and hopefully helps reinforce the importance of changing the environment, providing some additional tools and resources, sprinkling in some a level of competition, and uh, and helping kind of change the dynamics to make things faster, better, easier. So anyway, good to be with you guys. Hope the rest of the week goes super duper well. And as always, uh, be sure to like and subscribe and share. If you like this particular episode, take a screenshot of it on your phone or wherever you're listening to it, post it on social media, tag me, and let me know what you liked about it, as well as post any other kinds of topics or uh, 
uh, yeah, ideas or topics or things that you want me to focus on so that I can better serve you each and every single week. So great to be with you. Keep up the good work and I uh, can't wait to be back with you once again, right back here on Sales Performance Improvement Radio. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Terry again. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. I wanted to extend a special invitation for you that I really think might make a difference for you and your organization. You know, growing sales in any organization is tough, primarily because while you and I really are trying hard and, and doing our very best, we're still humans <laughs> and we're, we're, we're constantly battling dysfunction and problems internally with our, our sales playbooks and content and CRMs and sales training and all the data and analytics, our sales processes the onboarding and compensation plans, all of those things play a role in, in growing and scaling revenue. So how do we get to the point where we can really grow sales when we're battling so much dysfunction internally in a variety of different areas? Well, the answer is we ultimately just need a really good toolbox. Uh, sales enablement tools designed specifically for your and my trade. I'd like to introduce to you the weekly sales enablement toolbox newsletter. It's a customized newsletter specifically for your business. And the best part is it delivers the right tools to solve the right problems when you need them. All you do is select the topics that you want the newsletter to focus on each week, and uh, it's delivered right to your inbox via email each week. And the best part is, of course, it's free. So click the link in the description uh, to this particular show or episode to sign up for the uh, Sales Enablement Toolbox newsletter and select the topics that you'd like to focus on. I can't wait for you to start receiving it and really get your hands on the tools for the trade that you need to continue to grow sales inside your organization. So thanks again and can't wait to see you soon.